0: When someone comes out, it often changes everything in relationships, sometimes for the better as they get deeper, richer, more authentic, more inclusive, and accepting, but sometimes not. And these relationships, parent-child, friends, family, that we considered a given may now seem unsure and shaky, and at times, they are unsafe. How do we know? How can we tell if a relationship is safe? Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well,
1: hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts podcast. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here with... Susan Cottrell. All the time, every time, every week, it's just us. Yep. And you out there listening. (laughs) And we are so glad that you're here. I just love the the comments that you send in. And by the way, if you have comments on what we're doing, if you have something you would like us to talk about, please just email us at podcast at freedhearts.org. And we would love to hear from you and those that have done that. Just thank you so much. It's just awesome. We we hear the the impact it's having and the numbers are growing. Um, and we're just, we're humbled by it all, and we're grateful for you giving us this time to walk on this journey together. Thank you very, very much. As always, subscribe if you haven't already. I think on some platforms, that's called follow, um, and share this on social media, if you would, or with family, friends, enemies, whoever you'd like to share this with, (laughs) and you can do that again from the, you can share the freedhearts.org site in general. You could share the the Buzzsprout site, which gives them, um, that's our general, you know, podcast site or from whatever platform you're on, be it Google or Spotify or iHeart or Apple, you could share the entire podcast or a particular episode. And we really appreciate that. And again, if you could support us, please do. We don't have any ads on this podcast and we do all that we do as a nonprofit 501c3 organization. And that is almost exclusively from individual Kind donors just like you. A couple of things, reminders you do. Susan does personal counseling on a very limited basis for individuals, couples. If you're interested in that, it's very limited, very selective because time is just so, so limited. That if you want to look into that, there's a little tab on our uh, website or just email us at hello at freedhearts.org, and, we'll ask, and you can ask about the counseling, and we'll, we'll get you all the details on that. And check out our Beloved Adventures. These have become our signature programs, and as we mentioned last week, we have two new ones up on the site uh, that have been up there for just a couple of weeks now, and those are the Parents Course, which address core issues and difficult questions, and the LGBTQ course, Celebrating the Truth and Beauty of the Real You. And you love doing those, don't I you? love
0: doing those. Those are newly added, yeah. to that channel we we did them before, mm-hmm. and I want to tell you those two they go into the exploration, the theology, and a real you know deconstruction mm. of what you've been taught. So it's new stuff to you. It won't be stuff like, "Oh, I've heard this a million times yeah. or whatever
1: I actually do. I was once we we put up a new course i i'll go through it myself just to make sure it all works well and and is functioning like like uh we hope it functions and i was in listening to both the parents and the lgbtq course i'm i'm like wow this is good stuff this is some <laughs> this is you're pretty good this, this is some deep stuff so please do take a look at those actually it's as with all of our beloved adventures It's on a pick-what-you-pay basis. Um, And if the lowest price is still too high for you, reach out to us. We'll find a way to get you the course for free. And honestly, if you can pay more than the highest price, please do. It helps make all this other stuff we do possible. So please check that out. All that is on the Beloved Adventures tab or the Resources tab of freedhearts.org. And speaking of our Beloved Adventure course, today's episode comes from the course that we call a 21-day journey beyond dysfunction. And this particular topic about how can we tell if a relationship is safe is so important, so powerful that we wanted to share it with you. And when someone comes out, it often changes everything in relationships. Sometimes for the better, things get deeper and richer and more authentic, more inclusive and accepting. And honestly, it will if you stay on the journey there, but sometimes not and often not. And But these are relationships, be they parent-child, friends, family, that we kind of took as a given. Well, it's a parent-child. This is my family. This is my friend. That's it's, It's given. You'll always be that whatever we took as a given. But now, because somebody came out to live their true, authentic lives, it seems unsure and it seems shaky. And to be honest, at times, it can be very, very unsafe. But how do we know? How can we tell if a relationship is safe? And we wanted to talk about that with you today. And
0: often, (laughs) we think a relationship or we hope it's safe because it's been safe in our experience so far. And it should be safe. It's our, you know, blood relative that we are growing up with. Etc. So sometimes we don't listen to our inner voice about if it really is safe or not. So yeah, so that's what we want to kind of deconstruct a little bit today.
1: And sometimes it's been safe because it's conditionally safe. You know, it's safe right. as long You've as met the
0: condition so far. Yeah, safe
1: as, as long as I follow mom and dad's teaching, or it's safe as long as I don't ask the wrong question in church, or is it safe as long as my child is not gay? Right. You know, but, but yes, that's right. So right. It's, it's not really safe sometimes. It's just
0: you it's just perceived. didn't know where the boundary was yeah, yeah. yeah, of the safety. There's a nice little phrase, a verse, about people who are faithful in little will be faithful in much, and people who are unfaithful in little will be unfaithful in much, which of course means if they're not trustworthy with a little bit, they're not trustworthy with a lot. And I think of uh, the pedophile that was in our neighborhood growing up, and all of us kids knew he was a ped- pedophile. I don't know which kids were involved but i knew it was he was a pedophile and i mentioned this to my to the woman my dad married after mother died i don't consider her my stepmother <laughs> and you know what she said she said oh he doesn't have designs on you oh man oh my gosh first of all fork off <laughs> to, to quote the good place second how do you know third you just diminished me and my concerns and my reality. You didn't really even hear me. And in that moment, I knew I would never tell her or anyone about my brother molesting me. Mm. Why would I? Why would I reach out when I hand her the smaller thing and she responds so badly, dangerously? Why would I re- give her the bigger thing?
1: Mm. I'm so sorry about that. That yeah. was really oh, thank tough. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Have you ever been there? Has anybody listening been there Mm. wanting to share your heart and being slammed? And if someone can't hear you tell them that their worldview, their theology or belief system is crushing people, is crushing you, how will they hear the finer nuanced points? If they don't hear the main thing, how will they hear the nuance? Mm. So I, I just say all this to give you permission not to share your beloved heart with those who have not earned the right. To hear it, sometimes we think, "Well, I'll give them this big thing, and then they'll hear it. Then they'll get it." But it is not true.
1: And it's so it, it gets so bad sometimes that you can tell someone, you know, a statistic, and you know that you know twenty five percent of all LGBTQ kids become homeless. The very day they come out to Christian parents, they're kicked out of the house. And we've had this happen numerous times. There yeah. are other issues contributing to that. Well, that has nothing to do with the morality. They just blow right over that. Yeah,
0: because if they take it in, they have to open their box. Open their box, change their worldview, and they're yep. they're not going to. But they just don't trust that they're going to hear the big thing because they're not. And yeah. you know, if my dad's wife could not hear my concerns about the neighborhood pedophile that were valid, as it turns out, then why would she hear me about my brother? That was just mm. I wasn't putting out that out there. Um, and how how somebody ref- responds to the first they'll respond to the second. And hmm. that was that response was in her, not in the content of what I was sharing. And you know this intuitively. If your person in your life responds badly, that response is in them. Because somebody else could have responded a different way, right? So that response is in them. It doesn't have to do with how terrible the thing is that you're saying. Right.
1: Or how valid the thing is. Or how saying, valid right. it is. Right.
0: I have a friend whose mother is really toxic. And every time my friend talks to her, she leaves feeling terrible. The (laughs) life is just sucked out of her. And I said, why do you keep listening to her? She said, well, I want to be open to constructive criticism. (sighs) Oh, man. I said, is it constructive? (laughs) She said, no. And constructive means you could construct something from it, build something up, something life-giving. But this was death dealing.
1: (laughs) That's really interesting that the word construct means to build up. In Deconstructing Faith, we are tearing things down that have failed to build you up. <laughs> and you're not obligated, by the way, you're not obligated to share your story, to bear your soul, to, quote, be honest with someone who is unsafe. You're not. You're not. Hear me there. It's like a person in the Geico ad. Hear me. You deserve to save the, Geico, <laughs> the Gecko. Sorry. Hear me here. You don't have to share your story. Sorry, that took something really important and made it really goofy. No, you didn't. Um, if a murderer <laughs> chased you and you're now hiding and he said, Hey, tell me where you are, you wouldn't say, Oh, I'm I'm over here. <laughs> you're not I'm obligated to tell yeah, you. Yeah, you're not obligated to tell him that, you know, and you're also not obligated to share your precious heart. Your heart is good and it's precious, and you don't have to share your precious heart and your tender interior with someone who is not safe for you. Yes. It. If the
0: last time you invited someone into your heart, They came in, they sprawled out on the couch, they threw your stuff around, your books on the coffee table, they threw them around, they wrecked your kitchen, all of that. You would not invite them back
1: easily. And you don't have to. I want to stop here for a minute and talk about how, you know, it could be easy to become jaded in this and go, well, screw it then. I'm just going to not tell anybody anything about anything Mm -hmm. and be afraid. And we don't want you to be afraid. We want you to be smart Mm-hmm. It's not even smart. Empowered. A, yes, empowered is a much better word than that. And it's again, if they, if you have given someone a little, like you did with the woman who married your dad, <laughs> um, if they're not safe with the little things, they're not going to be safe with the big things. That doesn't mean that everybody is that way. And if they're safe with a little thing, then it's that's more evidence that they're safe with the big thing, big things. And again, you can trust your heart. Your your spirit will prompt you to, with some peace and joy, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You know, we got you. The angels are here. We got you. Or, nope, no, don't hang on now. You better just wait a minute on that. So I just wanted to add that in there.
0: Yeah, and remember that people will reveal who they are pretty quickly. Believe them. And I, yeah, I love how Oprah said this from uh, Maya Angelou saying, believe someone when they reveal who they are the first time. Don't make them repeatedly show you that they're dangerous. Mm. Believe them. Yeah. And you said, "But don't cut off telling people anything. Don't don't do that." And I thought again of that interior of the heart where you've got this nicely decorated studio apartment in your heart and and somebody wrecked it and so you don't invite them in, but yeah. but if you don't invite anybody and then you're just sitting there by yourself. Yeah. And so you want to invite people in who have earned the right who have shown themselves to be trustworthy. That's good. Because you don't want to not share that space. That's a, a beautiful, valuable space, but you choose who comes in and who doesn't. Yeah,
1: when you build that kind of community, it's beautiful because it's authentic and it's safe. Yeah. And it's real and it's loving. And even the even the worst news or the most difficult thing, it's yeah. okay because the people around you have proven themselves to be safe And its community. That's the beauty of true authentic community.
0: Yeah, just another way to look at this is I think about when I was in the midst of raising my kids, our kids here.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for including my me. I in
0: my own, you know, the <laughs> hero of my own story here.
1: You are the hero of
0: my story. <laughs> when I was raising our kids.
1: When we were raising, no, when I was, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah. go ahead.
0: <laughs> I heard a story about a young boy whose mother, no, a boy whose playmate was really rough with toys and the last time they played together, the playmate wrecked some of this kid's toys. And he wasn't being mean or doing it on purpose. He was just rough. And so the next time before that playmate came over, the little boy of his own accord put away his delicate models (laughs) and the things that could break. Yeah. Smart kid. Yes, yeah, smart kid. And he just left out the blocks and the big toys that this friend couldn't hurt.
1: And his sister's toys, probably. <laughs> just kidding.
0: Um, you know, and that's that's a great, very resilient trait to do. Mm-hmm. They can still play, but he doesn't risk his valued items. Mm-hmm. And the best thing a parent can do in that situation is to say, that was good thinking. Mm-hmm. Good job for thinking of that. Or if they don't think of it, then suggest it to them. And the worst thing you can do is say, well, that's selfish. You need to share. No, mm-hmm. mom, it's not selfish. It's wise. And I notice you're not serving the kids their lemonade and your grandmother's heirloom china set. Of course not. No. Mm-hmm. You keep things in appropriate use. You, you invite people into things who have shown themselves worthy to come into it. So don't let people tell you you're selfish because you want to retain your agency over your heart your mind, body, and spirit. Say that again. So don't let someone tell you you're selfish because you want to retain agency over your heart, your mind, body, and spirit. Just call someone selfish for being authentic to themselves is selfish, <laughs> and it's gaslighting. Yeah, exactly. You deserve to have agency. I think we need to say that <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um, f- strongly, is that you deserve to have agency over your heart, your mind, body, spirit, your interiority. And just as your body is sacred and it belongs to you, so is your mind, your heart, your spirit.
1: And that is not selfish. And you would never think of, a parent would never think of giving that advice to, oh, you need to be nice to Mr. So-and-so, the pedophile. Even, you know, you'd be nice to him. You need to not, of course not, because this, but we, Toss out a lot of things. Well, you need to not be rude. You need to you know, that's rude if you don't share like it just oh
0: I had a, Blah, a sorry, gal at a previous church kind of
1: dumped my thoughts there.
0: I had a gal at a previous church, a friend whose daughter was being stalked by an ex boyfriend. And this woman, this mom said, Well, you you just be sure that you're being nice. And I couldn't believe it. This was before the the girls even came out, it was like a long mm-hmm. time ago. And I just I said You know, the primary concern for you with her is to make sure she's safe. Being nice is not on the list. Yeah. You don't need to be nice to someone who's oppressing you. You need to be safe. So, oh,
1: Yeah. I mean, you you need to have, like you said and repeated, which is so important, you need to have agency over your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit. Turns out, here's the good news. Turns out you are the boss of you. (laughs) You are the boss of you. You do have jurisdiction over your things, your stories, your heart. And it is not selfish not to share what you don't want to share. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And don't apologize for being you. I wear a sweatshirt a lot these days that says, be you, they'll adjust. And there's another one that I have that says, be you, they'll adjust or not, whatever. You know, so don't apologize for being he always gets you. comments on those uh-huh. shirts, too. Really? Don't apologize. And we love this quote by I think it's Becca Lee mm-hmm. that says, The ocean does not apologize for its depth, and the mountains do not seek forgiveness for the space they take. And so neither shall I.
0: I and I think love that's that. beautiful. So beautiful. So so how do you know if a relationship is safe? You will know in your gut trust your gut and if your gut's been overridden you know and told that unsafe things are safe begin to begin to listen to that little voice inside you that knows and observe people that you're wondering about people will show you who they are they will and you need to believe them and you've been we've been conditioned into the habit of Covering over for people of excusing people, women, black people, LGBTQ people, other people of color, those on the margins, so to speak, have been conditioned to excuse bad behavior by people with more power than them. And so you have to allow yourself to hear that little voice if it says
1: this "This is is not not safe. This is not right. This is not safe. Don't
0: override that, please let it sit there even though it feels uncomfortable even if it's your mother it may be you you know if it's not safe so trust your heart to lead you in this if you really want help with this there's a book i always recommend called the gift of fear by gavin de becker it was a game changer for me on listening to my intuition and how vital that is that your intuition is there to keep you safe. Mm. And if you don't listen, you can find yourself in really bad trouble only because you overrode your intuition that was put into you for your protection. So go for that. The, the Gift of Fear by Gavin De Becker. Yeah. But trust your heart. Don't be concerned about being nice to people who are unsafe at the expense of being kind to you you deserve kindness to you deserve your first allegiance you deserve to be kind to you and if you're not kind to you how can you how can you protect yourself
1: a safe relationship an authentic healthy safe relationship feels wonderful you feel seen Yeah. This is some of the elements of a of a safe relationship. You feel seen, you feel heard, known, respected, supported, trusted, honored, and you feel secure and you feel safe and you feel loved. And you know what? That's what you deserve. Mm -hmm. That's what you deserve. And next week we're going to talk about It serves you well It serves you well Next week we're going to talk about What does God really think of you And here's a little teaser You're going to love the answer (laughs) You are beloved That's right We'll see you next week We love you Bye
0: Would it be okay If I were to tell you That I am afraid Someday So I call you up And you call me down Would it be okay
1: You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Catrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.